We want to spend a minute just talking about what all it brings to us when Jesus was born 2,000 years ago. What does that mean? How does that translate into our real lives? I wanted to start by just remembering something that happened last summer, about six months ago. I got to go visit some of our global partners in Asia. I got to go with our worship pastor, Chris Webster. Um, and it takes a long time on an airplane to get to Asia. I don't know if you've flown to Asia, but it's a very, very long plane ride. When we were coming back from Hong Kong, it was a 16-hour plane ride. And there was this moment somewhere around hour 13, 14, where I thought I was going to lose my mind. Um, I was twitching. Uh, I was tapping my feet. I was kind of flexing the leg muscles. I was trying to squat just an inch over my chair because what was happening was everyone around me was completely asleep. They were totally knocked out, but I could not sleep. My legs, my feet were tickling. It felt like spiders were crawling all over my feet because I have this thing. I don't know if you've heard of this before. It's a syndrome that people like to make fun of. It's called restless leg syndrome. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, And what it is is it's some kind of nervous or circulatory disorder. You know, doctors don't really understand it. It just makes us miserable. And what it is is when you sit for a long period of time, when you sit still, you just want to run around, right? Like you just want to get up and run around, but when you're trapped in a plane, you can't do that. They, for some reason, don't allow that uh, on long plane trips. So I was going crazy, and I couldn't run around. I couldn't make it stop. The only thing that I knew that would make it okay was just to be home in my own bed. For me, that's the only thing that will fix it. Um, It happens a lot on long car trips as well. My wife can tell you when we're driving home from a long trip, she'll hear me, like, stomping my feet inside the van, She's like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, yeah, it's the weird leg thing again. Um, And the only thing that'll fix it is just getting home, going home, resting in my own home. I don't know if you've ever been in that place where you're just longing for home, where you just feel like you can't take it any longer. I know some of you are soldiers, and you've been separated from your family much longer than I ever have, and you've longed to be back home. Uh, Maybe you've been in a spot where You have a home, but your home is upset, right? There's something wrong. There's something broken in the home, and things aren't working, and you're longing for home to be the way it should be, to be a place of rest, to be a place of peace. There's a famous Christmas song that says, I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. Have you heard that one before? It's probably been done, you know, as as much as any of them. It was a number one hit back in the 40s. Bing Crosby was the one that first made it a big hit. I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. And during that time, it was a big hit because there were so many of our soldiers in World War II that couldn't get home. And so we associate often this idea of Christmas with the idea of being home. And home means different things for different people, but I think for most people, home means a place of rest, means a place of safety. It means being with your family. Um, So all of us know what that is. To, to long to be home, to long to be at rest. And in that song, I'll be home for Christmas, it says, I'll be home for Christmas, you can count on me. He talks about the things that he wants his family to have ready for him, mistletoe and presents and things. And then it ends with kind of a melancholy note. It says, I'll be home for Christmas if only in my dreams, right? If only in my dreams. Well, my prayer for us, my prayer for you is that you would know something better even than just that that memory of being home at Christmas, right? We all have these 
childhood memories. Sometimes I think they're embellished, right? Like our brain makes them better than they actually were from our childhood. Or you have this image you saw in a magazine of what home should be like, of what Christmas should be like. What we see in the Gospels is we see this picture of a God who left the comforts of his home to come into the brokenness of our home. Because the world we live in, no matter how good your home is, no matter how good your Christmas is, no matter how sweet those memories are, even when things are just the way they should be, they still are missing something. We're still longing to be truly home, to be all the way home, to know our true rest with God. There's a famous uh, story called The Odyssey. Have you ever heard of that? It's not just a minivan, but it's a story, actually. They stole it for the idea for the van. Um, The Odyssey is about this guy. His name is Odysseus. And this guy, Odysseus, he goes on all these great adventures. It makes for a great story. 